Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Brett McKay here, and welcome to another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. So talent is an important part of our success in life, the talent that we develop through uh, deliberate practice or the talent that we were just born with. But there's another factor that contributes a lot to our success, and that is our mindset. And my guest today uh, has spent decades researching mindset. Her name is Carol Dweck. Uh, she wrote a book called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And her research has shown that there are basically two mindsets that a person can have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. And the mindset that you you have will determine your success in life. So today on the podcast, we're gonna discuss these two mindsets, how we can develop the mindset that will lead to success and what we can do as parents, as fathers, to help our children develop a growth mindset uh, that will help them, uh, put them in position for lasting success through their life. Really great discussion, gonna get a lot out of it. So without further ado, Carol Dweck and Mindset. Carol Dweck, welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here. So you have spent your career researching mindsets, and you mm-hmm. uncovered that there are two mindsets, broad mindsets, that people can have about themselves. It's a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Can you yeah. can you briefly describe the characteristics of these mindsets? Absolutely. Now, we're all a mixture, but when we're in a fixed mindset or people who are predominantly in a fixed mindset believe that their basic qualities, their talents and abilities are just these fixed traits. You have a certain amount. That's it. But when you're in a growth mindset, you understand that, yeah, people differ, but even the most basic talents and abilities can be developed through your hard work, your good strategy, your input and mentoring from others. Okay. And, and how do we develop these mindsets? Is it something that happens in childhood, the way we're brought up? Is it something innate, temperament? What's yes. going on there? All of the above. But first, let me point out why these mindsets make such a difference. Sure. When you're in a fixed mindset and you think, oh, my intelligence is fixed, you're always asking, Am I smart? Am I not smart? Will this make me look smart? Oh, I made a mistake. Will people think I'm not smart? And you're kind of obsessed with what level your traits are fixed at. And so you're often less likely to take risks or to give up more easily when you have setbacks. But when you believe 
your abilities can be developed, well, okay, you go for it. Uh, a risk isn't that risky. A setback is a natural part of learning. And people end up accomplishing more in the long run when they have a growth mindset. So as you asked, where do these mindsets come from? Are we born that way um, or what? And we don't rule out the idea that your temperament can play a role. Some kids come out um, and they're kind of uh, uh, afraid of mis- more afraid of mistakes, more sensitive to criticism. Other kids tear around the world, um, you know, devil may care. But we have shown in our research that the environment can play a really big role. And in particular, the kind of praise adults give to kids. We've found that when you praise intelligence or ability, it puts kids into a fixed mindset. It says, hey, you've got a fixed ability. I can tell what it is. And it it seems good. But then the child's always worried that the next time they won't look so good and you'll take back that praise. So they become more cautious and vulnerable. But when kids are given process praise, and by that it's praise for not just hard work, but also strategies, focus, improvement, that conveys the idea, hey, your abilities can be developed and this is how you do it. Okay, so you don't say your kid, oh, you're so smart. You say something like, you worked really hard on that, or you... Yeah. Okay. You tried a lot of, uh, of different ways to do it, and, and they worked. And you said earlier that we're, we could be a mixture of both. Uh, mm-hmm. How can we both have a fixed and growth mindset? Are certain situations we have a fixed mindset, and other situations we're more growth mindset oriented? Exactly. We can have one area in which we believe our talents can be developed, and another where we think they're fixed. Or... You can maybe a lot of the time be in more of a growth mindset, but then there are certain triggers that um, elicit a fixed mindset. For example, when you're asked to step way out of your comfort zone, then you think, "Uh uh-oh, will I show up my fixed abilities? Or when you have a, a serious setback or you're struggling with something, that may lead you to take a fixed mindset set perspective on your abilities or or you encounter someone who's so much better than you are at something you think you're good at you think "Uh uh-oh they're talented I'm not so uh, we even um, people who have predominantly a growth mindset may have these um, events or situations that trigger a fixed mindset and it's important to be aware of them Okay. Well, before we get into talking about uh, if you're an adult and how you can sort of transition to a, a growth mindset, mm-hmm. the research in your book is fascinating on how having a fixed mindset or a growth mindset can affect different areas of your life. For example, relationships. How can a fixed mindset be a detriment to your relationship and how can a growth mindset help nurture a good, strong relationship? Well, when you're in a fixed mindset, you're always proving yourself. So if you have a disagreement with your partner, you have to be right. Or say there's a real problem in the relationship, something goes wrong. Am I the bad person? Is he the bad person? Is the relationship 
gone, has it gone sour? So it's, you're always looking to judge, am I good or bad? Is the partner good or bad? Is the relationship good or bad? Um, instead of focusing on solving the problem in a growth mindset, you think, okay, let's focus on the problem. Let's do something about it. And maybe the relationship will even grow from that. As a legacy of my fixed mindset, I I did have this, I, I told you so, or um, this tendency to want to be right or blame. So my husband and I invented this guy, Maurice. And we blamed Maurice for everything so that we could then actually stop playing the blame game, focus on the problem, and solve it. <laughs> so, I mean, you, 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 you had a fixed mindset before going into the, like, how, how did you discover this idea of fixed and growth mindsets? Was it something you uncovered in yourself or that you saw in other people first? Uh, it's both. Uh, it's both, you know, often, uh, psychologists are teased that we do not research, but me search. <laughs> and so, Um, I came out of quite a fixed mindset background. I grew up in the heyday of the IQ test. My sixth grade teacher seated us around the room in IQ order, and I felt like, oh, I always have to look perfect and all that. So um, when I went to graduate school, I became very interested in uh, studying how people cope with failure and setbacks, because even though I was pretty successful, I worried about stepping out of my comfort zone and maybe not looking smart. Uh, As I studied, I I started by studying kids. And as I studied them, I saw that some kids were devastated when they failed. But other kids, when I gave them problems that were too hard, loved it. They said things like, oh, I love a challenge, or I was hoping this would be informative. And I thought, wow, this is crazy. This is fabulous. I'm going to figure out their secret and uh, disseminate that secret widely. Okay, so they had the growth mindset. Yes. Um, Ultimately, I figured out in my research that it was the mindsets that were creating these different reactions to failure. Interesting. I thought it was really interesting how you talked about how your mindset can even affect things like depression or mm-hmm. anxiety. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, we studied uh, um, undergraduate students at a university on the East Coast where I used to teach. And we found that by the springtime, there was a long winter, and by the springtime, a lot of the students were pretty um, depressed uh, really bad moods, uh, really feeling bad about themselves. But we found that they reacted to this depression in different ways. Now, I'm not talking about clinical depression. Um, they're not function. They're not able to function. Um, but, but, you know, moderate depression. And we found that the students who were in more of a fixed mindset started letting things go. They didn't do their chores. They might not hand in their paper on time. But the students who were more in a growth mindset made sure they forced themselves to get up, shower, groom, uh, do their chores, go to their meetings, study for their tests. 
So this kind of growth mindset didn't let the mood overtake them. They felt they could still function, still develop, still go for it. And so that when their moods lifted, their life was intact. Wedding season is coming up. And if you are preparing for the big day, I know wedding planning can be really intimidating, but finding the perfect suit shouldn't be. Indochino makes it easy to get a fully customizable suit right from your home. Don't just wear any suit on your big day. Wear a custom made-to-measure suit. Suits start at just $499, which is about the same price you'd pay for an off-the-rack suit at a department store. And they've also got custom made-to-measure shirts starting at just $89. So I've talked about my Indochino suit on the podcast before. They've been a longtime podcast sponsor. It's navy blue. The measuring process was super easy. They got these video guides you follow. You'll need another set of hands to help you out with that. But the really fun part is customizing it. Got to customize how I wanted the lapels on the jacket, the pockets, the lining. I went no pleats on the pants on this suit. A lot of fun. And then in a few weeks, you have a made-to-measure custom suit sent directly to your door. When planning your wedding, get a suit as unique as you with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code MANLINESS to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code MANLINESS. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal of this is to give us more daylight from March through November. By setting our clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There is only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash manliness. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to help you find qualified candidates. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash manliness. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash manliness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Picture that thing you've always wanted to learn. All right, you got that in your head? Now picture learning it from the person who's literally the best at it in the world. That's what you get with Masterclass. This year, learn from the best, become your best with Masterclass. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors, and many of these instructors are former AOM podcast guests. You can learn negotiation from Chris Voss, leadership skills from Jocko Willink, how to master your habits with James Clear. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. So recently, I went through the Masterclass on negotiation with Chris Voss. A lot of useful information in there. Talked about the value of knowing a negotiation, how to use your body language and speech patterns to get your best out of a negotiation. Very well done. I really enjoyed it and got a lot out of it. Right now, listeners of our podcast can get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash AOM. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash AOM. Masterclass.com slash AOM. Check out the masterclass on negotiation with Chris Voss. All right, if you have a family, then you need to get term life insurance to protect them. It's one of the smartest financial decisions you can make, and the start of the new year is the perfect time to get it done so you can focus on whatever else the year has in store for you. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. 
There's no risk to apply. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. I remember when I was a new dad, I had a lot of thoughts going through my head. One of them was, how can I take care of my family when I'm gone, if something happens to me? Well, it's one of the first things I did. I got term life insurance, one of the best decisions I made. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash manliness. That's meetfabric.com slash manliness. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash manliness. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. That's fascinating. And so basically, if you if someone's out there is listening to this and they tend to get in a low mood every now and then, don't there's that temptation, I guess, when you are in a low mood to think that things are never going to get better. Yes. Right? I'm always going to be like this, but that's not necessarily the case. Yes, not at all. And we also find in other uh, research, we and others have found, um, people in a fixed mindset don't like effort. They feel like if you're good at something, it should be easy. And so effort is really distasteful. When you're depressed, everything is effortful. So that adds to the feeling of incompetence. Well, going back to this idea of effort, um, it seems like our culture uh, contributes to a fixed mindset because there's this idea that uh, everything should be like what savoir, savoir, what's that French word? Savoir faire. Yeah, you know, just like be like the fawns, right? Everything's just cool. Cool. You don't, you don't have to really try hard. Yeah. Does that has that contributed to a fixed mindset in individuals? It absolutely does. Um, the idea that if you're really smart and cool and competent, you know, you should just slide along. Life should be easy. Things should come easily. That that is what people believe when they're in a fixed mindset, and that's where uh, the culture, one way the culture contributes to that. But I ask the students in my courses to look up their hero. They always think their hero was one of these people who coasted to greatness on their enormous talent, and they coasted easily. But they always, every single time, find out that that person worked harder than anyone else, had setbacks, overcame those setbacks, and that's how they got where they got. Awesome. So, I mean, what can adults do, right? If, if someone's listening to this right now and they're thinking, well, I, I'm kind of a fixed mindset kind of guy, uh, what can you do to shift into a growth mindset? The first step is to acknowledge that you have fixed mindset moments, at least fixed mindset moments, and get in touch with them. Start figuring out when these fixed mindsets get triggered. As I said before, is it when you're trying something hard out of your comfort zone? Is it when you're struggling or have setbacks? Is it when you're comparing yourself to someone who has more ability at the moment? Um, Is it when someone is criticizing you? Uh, So start figuring out when does my fixed mindset get triggered. Now, my colleague in Australia named Susan Mackey has business executives not only figure out their triggers, but to give 
um, has them give their fixed mindset persona a name. Hmm. So you might call your fixed mindset persona Dwayne or Harriet or Yanni, whatever. So you notice when Dwayne pops up, you notice how that makes you feel and think. You notice the impact it has on people around you. And then little by little, you start working with Dwayne to see how well, maybe you can collaborate with him. Next time, maybe he'll be a little less defensive or a little less anxious, a little less defeated, a little less aggressive in, in these trigger situations. And then beyond that, it's just like recognizing or acknowledging that there is a growth mindset that you can get better. Is that yeah. part of the process as well? Yes. Keep setting these growth goals, how you want to improve, how you want to grow, and keep noticing when uh, your fixed mindset person crops up and tries to prevent you from meeting those goals. Yeah, I thought it was uh, really, it was sad and also empowering to listen to the story about uh, when you're talking about or teaching kids in inner city schools uh, about the growth mindset. And there's one little boy or girl that said, you know, my, you mean my brain doesn't be broken anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like crushing. It was just like heart crushing, like to hear that person. But it was also like, man, this, he's going to get better because he knows he, he can did. get better. He did. He really caught fire. He really pulled up those grades and worked with the teacher avidly. And, and so besides um, praising process, uh, over results. Are there anything other other things that yes. parents can do to and teachers or mentors can do to encourage growth mindset? Yes, we have new research showing how you react to your kids' um, mistakes or setbacks is crucial. That um, parents who react to their kids' mistakes as though they can be harmful, harmful to the child's learning. Those kids are developing a fixed mindset. Mm. Oh, failure is so terrible. You know, it must mean something bad about me. Even when the parent says they have a growth mindset. But parents who react as though, hey, this setback is interesting. It's going to help you learn. Let's talk about it. That helps a child develop a growth mindset. Interesting. And, um, I'm curious if your research has found anything where a fixed mindset, does it affect boys or girls differently? Are some more susceptible to the, the evil, I don't want to say evils, but the ill effects of a, of a fixed mm-hmm. mindset? Well, uh, we have found, sometimes we find that girls, especially um, the high achieving girls, are a little more prone to a fixed mindset. But the thing we have found consistently is that Uh, Fixed mindset is especially harmful to girls in areas where women are negatively stereotyped. Mm. Because a negative stereotype is a fixed mindset label. It says it's fixed and your group doesn't have it. So if the female herself thinks it's fixed, even at some point thinks it's fixed and I have it, if she starts struggling or doing poorly, then the stereotype rears its head and and she may start thinking, ooh, maybe they're right. Maybe we don't have it. And we've seen in our research that uh, females in computer science or math will really start 
retreating from the field when that happens, if they have a fixed mindset perspective on their skills. But we have shown that if they have a growth mindset perspective or you teach them a growth mindset about math or computer skills, they don't like stereotyping, um, but they can survive it. They can withstand it. They can thrive. And I guess the, there's similar research out there that similar things happen with race as well. Yes, exactly. Okay, research so- has found that um, having a growth mindset, teaching a growth mindset especially is especially important for anyone laboring under a negative stereotype. So we have found this with African-American and Hispanic students as well. Having a growth mindset, not thinking that, uh, just rather understanding that your skills can be developed really helps them thrive in the face of academic challenges. Well, Carol, this has been a great conversation. I'm curious if there's any place where people can go to find out more information about your work or perhaps tell their, you know, teachers or schools to go check this. Do you have like a program that people can check out to learn more about the growth and fixed mindset? Well, there's my book, Mindset. There's my website, Mindset Online, one word, mindsetonline.com. There's also a company called Mindset Works that makes an online program for teens that teaches a growth mindset. Fantastic. Well, Carol Dweck, this has been a fascinating conversation. Thanks so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. You're very welcome. My guest today was Carol Dweck. She's the author of the book Mindset, and you can find that book on Amazon.com. Really great book. Go check it out. Also, you can find out more information about her work at MindsetOnline.com. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. For more manly tips and advice, make sure to check out the Art of Manliness website at artofmanliness.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, really appreciate it if you give us a review on iTunes, tell your friends about us. Really appreciate the support. Until next time, this is Brett McKay telling you to stay manly. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.